Go Loud presents Read the Room. I'm getting a I lot of we'll get enough. I'm getting a lot of new followers that are like ever since Twitter did its thing. Now I know we're always calling for new followers this. Like I'm getting all sexy followers, is that a thing? But like they're obviously robots or bots, whatever you call them, like like Victoria Cockrum. That's not a re- <laughs> like that's not like honestly <laughs> please can, Paddy, like can I just say you can't see his face. He asked that in all I, genuine serious, and sincere it, it honesty. Just We're recording it's this. It's like Amanda Hug and Kiss. I mean, well, I just... Like, she seems lovely, but well, I can't... I, I, honestly, Evanda but, Hugecock? Can well, somebody honestly, please... She, go, she has 32 <laughs> followers. I want you to go on and please help she? me out. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's Cockrum Victoria. There she is there. She's kind of cute. But, um... So she's following 16, 19 people and there's 32 followers. 32 fucking each. I have to see who they are. Vil- Paddy, that's a, that's a sex robot. <laughs> And the problem is, <laughs> yeah. but I think the thing is not to engage. Whatever's at the end of it, I think the thing is not to engage. Like I've got to this. This is amazing. Paddy, you're I'm not just, reading the room. Okay, here's you're another You're so one. sweet and lovable. Who's this? On Clara Scalga. That's a real one. Okay, that, that's oh. just an Irish, no, an Irish platform. That's <laughs> killed the boys. right. What are we talking about this week, Maya? We're oh, hello. Welcome to Read the Room. We are talking about Paddy trying to differentiate between sex bots and real women on Twitter. Oh, Paddy, that's funny. Okay. Anyway, let's do the show. Hi, I'm Maya Dunphy. Oh, well, be happy about it, will you? <laughs> and that makes me Paddy Courtney. You're listening to Read the Room. This is a podcast where we pull apart the people, the scenarios, the companies, and the stories of the week where somebody, through either dumb luck or just being a stupid toast, mm-hmm. he failed to do just that. Just that, what I just said there. Just that. That thing. That, that thing, thing he there. said. So, Maya, this is a first. It this is. This is a first. This so, is... This is, we're responding to you yeah. guys out there, you Read the Rumours. Um, we were gonna make a do a we're gonna make a do a we were gonna <laughs> we were gonna do a bonus episode on all the replies that we got up to licensed our episode on licensed to spill. spill yeah. Nice and one basically it was the was boo- nice. it was the booze episode where the licensing laws changed and uh, after you guys listened to, I actually thought sex was gonna be our, our highest rating show, but the listening licensing you know, the yeah. change this shows we're, we're, we're based in Ireland so anybody around the world and Ireland has changed their licensing laws to allow us to kind of drink right up to 5am for the first time ever now it's well, going into effect next year technically till 6am but you can't oh, no, you, buy you, any more drink for the last hour so you can stockpile oh, yeah. at 5 and then start dance. dancing yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you have to dance that. that alcohol right out of your system before you get out into the street it's and fight your way to the a substantial dance that's what <laughs> yeah. it is right so um, so um <laughs> Loads of people got in touch with Maya because um, thankfully nobody, nobody huge... contacts me uh, when we put these. Well, apart from the uh, the sex bots. Yeah, all these sex bots. <laughs> like, like, thank you for raising my Twitter numbers of followers. But um, I'm sorry, bots. Uh, the weekend, I have to start deleting them all. What is happening to Twitter? Yeah. I actually Th- don't no, this know. has never happened to me before. I've never been followed by a robot or a bot. Why did you say robot? A bot. The term. I think you. I think you probably have, but you're not aware of it. A lot of people with all, a lot of numbers in their avatar will be will be bots. But whatever's but happened in the last like Victoria Cochran or Cockrum. <laughs> that's a real. There's no not not one sign of a number in her name. So they're, they're getting clever now. They're like AI. Oh my God, they're becoming like us. So anyway, so Maya. There's an increase in them though. I think a lot of people are leaving Twitter and a lot of people are now taking the opportunity to set up new accounts under Where? names like that. Oh really? It's just this weird kind of musk period. This, mus- this musky <laughs> period. Open the window, just let it out. 
yeah, thank you. Who is going to tell Elon Musk he's not funny? Somebody, 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 Twitter is telling somebody needs to. Oh, really? Yeah. Is he funny? But Good like, God. is he not just this dude? Like, I know. Listen, he's a very successful businessman. Fair play to him. He's got the electric car thing down pat. Good man, good man. He doesn't have to be all things. Stop trying to be funny. Yeah. Just pl- please. Is he funny? I've never... No, like, when does he, he try- funny? Oh, come on. Does his he- first tweet. All right. Um, his first tweet. There's this... Um, do you know Killian Sunderman? Yeah. Oh, he, just, he just did, he did the sketch about it. But there's this brilliant... Elon's first tweet post buying Twitter was he filmed himself walking all into right. Twitter HQ, I presume in San Fran or somewhere, yeah. holding a sink... Oh and walked in and went, let that sink in. <sighs> exactly. He could have gone with, that's like, where, that's I'm buying everything, including the kitchen sink. He could have gone down that road. Mm. Even that would have been funnier. Thank but you. it still wouldn't have been funny. Not, still not a comedian. Still still not a comedian. <laughs> comedian Paddy Courtney was there. I fucking <clears throat> Anyway, um, read the room, journalist. Um, I'm actually following Elon Musk. I didn't realise it. So Why? I don't pay much attention to... Twitter. Sorry, guys. Um, so maybe don't follow me. Anyway, we di- we digress. We digress. But the point is, people had really strong <sighs> opinions and thoughts and likes and dislikes about the new licensing about the new licensing laws. But most of all, they wanted to talk about the old days. Oh, good. I think that's really interesting. Oh, I the old days. Because I, I I had a look at my Twitter um, demographic. It's I think it's about sixty percent women and forty percent men, and most of them would be over thirty. Um, so there are people who were, a lot of them would be over 40, people who were around when you could drink. Remember we talked in the in the yeah, episode about yeah. the fact that actually when we were in our 20s, you could drink till five or six in the morning if you planned your route oh, correctly. Yeah. And actually, argue you could go straight to an early house if you wanted to. And you tell that delightful story about the liver Stop cutting. Liver. <laughs> oh. Listen back if you haven't heard it. Go back to all the other and Licensed to spill. But everybody wanted to talk about the good old days. Substantial meals, <laughs> snogging outside, the coffee dock in juries. Remember the coffee dock in juries? Coffee dock. <gasps> it yes, was I do. A, oh I don't know how they got... You could actually buy booze there, couldn't you? I can't remember ever buying booze. I, I, mostly I went there to stay warm while waiting for a taxi. Yeah. It's all part of it. I was just kind of going... And I was going the opposite direction. I was kind of like, oh, clever yeah. thinking here. Go go south side in order to get a taxi and kind of lead them into a false sense of security. I think actually, that. no, just to defend juries, you couldn't actually buy a drink there. It was a coffee shop that was open 24 hours a day. But what people would do is they would go in to the coffee dock and because I remember saying bag of cans on the receipt somewhere and go <laughs> no, the bag of cans were long gone <laughs> then you would nip around to the residence bar oh. and you'd always find a resident who would then buy you a drink now Dairy I never bars. did that I'd just like to say oh, I, for the good. record I never did that although I'll thing. tell you what I did happen in, what did online. happen in that hotel oh. um, one of my first jobs Christmas party we were out till the wee hours we went to the coffee dock um, the boss there was only about five of us left me and four lads last woman standing I was very young yeah. always up for a laugh a laugh just okay. a laugh yeah, yeah. and the boss said you know what he was always throwing money around he said let's just stay here and I was delighted because I had no money for a taxi home and there were no trains till about 7am stay in the hotel yeah oh. so I was like delighted which meant we could have a residence bar drink as well so he went sorted out rooms um, there was one creepy guy I think I've told you this story before and he disappeared off and I was like at least the creep is gone the other guy came back and said oh my here's your room key and I went to my room then a couple of hours and there was your man creepy lying guy. on my bed in nothing but his pants and cowboy boots oh, oh god, my yes, god. I and the interesting thing about the cowboy boots is he had to to, he couldn't take his trousers off over them, which meant he took off his clothes and made the decision to put them back on. To put the boots this back on. Will seal the deal. <laughs> Blame it all on my boots. <laughs> Fuck's sake. I, I made him leave. I bit of 
just be just after I <laughs> two hours leave, later he walked leave out. the boots he limped out <laughs> leave the boots <laughs> Luckily, I think have changed. Women, but the shit that we put up with in the nineties mm-hmm. and the early nineties, the yeah. lunging episode. And the, the, the whole thing is, we laughed. We God. laughed most of it off because if you didn't laugh it off, then you weren't one yeah. of the lads, and you weren't a bit of crack. Now, look, hand on heart, nothing really awful ever happened to me. But some of the things were not less than ideal. Sorry and we were talking. I was talking with a friend about. About it. And she's like, oh God, well, she, you know, in our day, if you went home with someone and changed your mind, you're kind of like, oh, the poor fellow's on a promise. So <laughs> I'll have to go through with it. Oh. Now, obviously, I'm not making light of that, but. <laughs> okay, well, on the other side, like, I did leave. I did go home thinking, I know this is not going to happen. Like, I don't know why we're back here in some place. And so I just took the cab fare and left. You took the cab fare and left. Yeah. I don't know which is worse though. <laughs> Little thief. Yeah, but you also once went. Oh, I also stole You also her once heart. left a poor woman waiting for you. Went to the loo, went at the wrong door, and just left. Oh, that didn't was you? the same night. That oh, was the same yeah, night. The same okay. Person. Yeah, yeah. That was all. Because I just like <laughs> it's not happening. We're doing like the ruby shenanigans and kind of like that. Yeah, but you know, but no. Do you know that's that's. Listen back to our bad decision episode. Yeah. Anyway, there's another one. I got I got a couple of replies from women, so I think I have to say. And obviously, I am always on the side of women, 99.9% of the time. But she said, I'd be very concerned because I get up early for work and I'm walking to work at 6am or women walking alone to the gym at 6am if people are falling out of nightclubs. I, do you know what? Sorry to, yeah. Do you know, kind of fair point. And I think we just have to run with it. I think we've got to go and see. It's going to happen in the summertime as well. But there's like... I remember going to work. I used to work in the feckin' petrol station and I'd often be going to work the crack of dawn and I'd see fellas staggering home from nightclubs. You could... Flick them over with your fingers. How do you know that? (laughs) I'm just going to test this one. Years ago was cow tipping. Now you're just kind of a drunk tipping. Um, So yeah, no, they're like... Obviously, I am not for one second making light of um, women walking alone anywhere. But also, I'm not a fan fan of people catastrophizing something that has never happened yet. And that doesn't mean to say that you know oh until someone gets murdered then we start doing something about it but it's, it's just unhelpful that, thing yeah. is though Patty this did used to happen so we said this did used to happen we did used to have much later hours or much more more options to drink later and were crime rates and assault rates higher they weren't so drunk people just do stupid things back I to know. bad decisions again so let's read out a few of these they'll bring us um, okay because uh, again, like the licensing laws, I don't know if you talked about holy hour in all that at all. Did we? <gasps> Do you remember that? Holy Remind hour? us about holy yeah, hour. Well, Here's Paddy's historical is... bit. Oh, yeah, thank you. Um, on Sundays in the afternoons, and I remember it mostly because uh, uh, of working in a bar. And so people would go to the pub after mass. And I'd always work in the bar part rather than the lounge. So they'd fill up the um, the bar, have three pints, and then go home for their dinner. Now, I, I don't know who invented this, but the holy hour was supposed to go. And be reflect the holy hour is actually two hours, by the way. It's two to four, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. two to four. So yeah. and it was that idea that the pub had to close so to send the husbands home for the dinner that the wives had been slaving over for all this time. I think I, I don't know the genuine reason the idea, behind yeah. it like that. So it cleared the pub so you could get it all clean again, and they'd be back then. Like, so I don't know how long they spent eating their dinner. So, like, 15 minutes, the doors would be open again, quarter past four, and go, like, But Tony, you only just left, like. What? you doing back again? Uh, is my seat warm and I left my pint there. Uh, that was another thing. Lads would go spare if go mad if there was... Um, do people use that anymore? Go spare? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They do now. Go spare uh, um, if you came back and they had half a pint and you got rid of it. Yeah. So you would go... 
Do you remember the, the beer mat over the pint? And they'd put the beer mat on top of the pint. I, I thought that go, was just for the fags. People be, going out smoking now. No, that was a ha- happy hour. Holy hour. Holy hour. I was telling wow. an English fellow about holy, holy hour recently and I'd Jesus. forgotten all about it. And he's like, oh, I assume that was the hour that that mass was on then. Which, huh? which would have made sense. I said, yeah. no, that wouldn't yeah. make sense. It was two to four months, so it was a holy two hours. I was like, I'm really, I know I'm not making this sound <laughs> very logical. Up until 12 to make sure that men went to mass. Yes. yes. And then so you'd go give to them mass. Go, yeah. to get but to so mass was that the vintners and the Catholic Church getting together? Go, lads, how are we going to make these fuckers go to mass? And how are we going to get them home for their dinner? And how are we going to get them back to the pub to spend their money again? Like, just create this holy hour. Because now it's gone. But I, I can't remember how and why it went. It just slowly petered out. Yeah. And some pubs How kept does it Peter on. Peter get a thing to be out. All <laughs> <laughs> right, Peter. Nineties Peter. Oh, good man, Peter. Because then there was uh, holy hour, and then there was different different hours for Sundays. Like you know, for, in an off license or serving on a Sunday in a pub was different as well. Yeah. And so it must be related to the church. The fucking control the church. Let's, has yeah, we'll have to try and find out. This is a tangent I did not expect. Well, again, this because I was be a lounge girl, and again, hotels. A um, bit like residence bars could bend the rules because I worked in the Dorky Island Hotel. Um, beautiful view, terrible place to work. All right, okay. um, and for the holy hour didn't apply there. So often people would kind of walk down from the village for an hour and have a drink there and then walk back up and then lift the uh, beer mat okay. off their pint in the other oh pub. Oh God. Because know, in the same beautiful. way, then theatres as well. So there was a comedy club I used to uh, work in. Cherishits. Um, that That's they, a weird name for a comedy I know, club, but it's still got a lot of people in. <laughs> and they were able to use their theatre licence to sell booze on Good Friday. And that's another thing. Holy Hour extended to 24 hours of, uh, or not full 24 hours of Good Friday. You weren't allowed on Good Friday, which is gone now as well. So we're slowly changing our licensing. Ooh, sorry, I'm locked. Um, for punching, punching, for uh, uh, moving away from the, I don't know, the controlled state from the church. Are we moving away from that? That we're allowed to have our holy hours back again. We're allowed to have the normal times serving on a Sunday I night. I wonder was there a time where Thursday? pubs weren't allowed at all open on a Sunday? Because I remember when Whoa. everything was closed on Sunday and that it maybe it could be a case that they went, listen, can you, can you let us open on Sunday? And the church went, fine, but you can only open at 12 and you've got to give them two hours in the afternoon to get back to their home. I think the pubs were always open on a Sunday. Were they, yeah. I'm fairly sure. Yeah, no, I remember she said uncertainly. She was so dead on a Sunday. Like, it's just dreadful. Like, yeah. Well, you, I mean, it's funny. I remember there was a, it was one Christmas day and uh, we, one Christmas day. On Christmas day. Christmas day. Music morning. Under the bed of Christmas jingles. And somebody, somebody, somebody being me, I was being posh and <laughs> making fancy little mini Asian canapes for everybody and I hadn't got something really pretentious like, uh, sweet chilli sauce and my sister went out and managed to get sweet chilli sauce on Christmas Day and my dad's like this is mental to me the fact that we are now living in a time where someone can go out and buy sweet chilli sauce on Christmas Day when you couldn't get even get a pint of milk on Christmas Day and I don't know there's something that we we panic now if a shop is going to be closed for 24 hours we panic by remind us what used to happen on on the Thursday before Good Friday it was called Holy Thursday and you would see people of all ages which is short for um, Holy fucking Jesus we need to get to the off licence with trolleys trolleys full of cans and spirits and wine and whatever they get their hands on for one day the funny thing is we railed against it we fought back and then we got our own way and the pubs could open on Friday on Good Friday and now no one's really bothered yeah. apart from tours because it's an Easter bank holiday weekend a lot of tourists come to Dublin they're nice to have we a pint of Guinness and a Yuming, pub we shot Yuming Sanam Dum on oh, yeah, the Oak in Bar pub. on Good Friday and tourists couldn't believe they could see I was behind the bar working for look up Yuming Sanam Dum uh, on my Twitter page at Paddy Cordy so good um, to see 
look, they couldn't believe that. Here's some people in a bar. Can we have a, a drink, please? No, we're closed. It's Good Friday. And they're, what? That's, that's I quite like our quirky ways, though. No, you know what else? Some of the best sessions I've ever had. We're on a good we're Friday. On a good Friday. Lock 100%. Ins. I had one in Carrigan Shannon. That's the, big, that's the most big, memorable one. The, the worst one. hangovers ever were usually the Saturday after Good Friday. And I'd say I ha- probably haven't. No, I don't drink at that time of year anyway. But I haven't had a, a hangover. It's choice. I think that was the problem. Yeah. It's giving us a choice or giving anybody a choice. It, taking that from you. You're just going, no. Look yeah. that like, and we'll show you. We'll show you're not you're not supposed to drink on a Good Friday or eat meat. So it's kind of burgers and hinos all the way then on Good Friday. Just like we used to have the biggest barbecue in uh, Ranala on a Good Friday. That was a bonfire. And, uh, thanks to the butcher. Um, he used to get this meat from the hotel he worked in and barbecue all day. And just the best parties were always on Good Friday. Yeah. Now, if you take choice away from people, they will fight back. Yes. If you give them all the Fight choice that so. they could possibly have, yeah. they will probably make better choices. Yeah. But I, what I will say, though, is for people who work in retail and hospitality, they nowadays they get no time off okay. and because places are short staffed you have people working double shifts and they're not working in hospitals saving lives and I go oh my god we're another another pub shift another restaurant shift it's really really hard and I think it was quite nice when it's for example you know post Christmas sales and they used to start on the 27th so at least staff got Christmas Day and Stephen's Day off and now suddenly they start Stephen's Day at 7am and people go well if idiots want to go and queue for the sale at half six yeah but the staff have to be in there then at seven o'clock on Stephen's Day morning and that's there was something nice about giving for it, like, double, no time. they're not really no they're not maybe slightly more but because it's they're the certainly day not paid of the triple year time. being a sports canut I love Stephen's Day because you horse you've racing Leopardstown You've got Limerick, you've got, oh my God, Sandown Park, uh, no, Kempton Park for the King George, and you've got all the football matches. Mm. Like it is just, it is the great way to kind of lie there, I have too much turkey, (laughs) and you watch everybody else being sporty. And so I'd ne- I've never, ever got involved in the sales. I've, I, like, no, I've never I. wanted or needed anything enough. The big thing was holidays. Remember, would you <gasps> travel on Navi yeah. Street? They used to, uh, people be queuing up for it, like, waste their Christmas they're queuing up yeah. from like two days before Christmas go oh, in their deck chairs that was actually banned it was a budget holiday or one of those tour groups used to give away I think two free family holidays to the first people outside and then one of the big department stores there was a free telly or a free couch or like a free furniture suite and that was stopped because like you said there were, there were little old ladies queuing from Christmas Eve oh. who would miss their Christmas or swap with family members to get this cheap telly so actually it's really exploitative yeah. and remember there was one lady and she said though. I've been here since Christmas Eve. So yeah, I had the Christmas dinner all made. This has gone back 15 years or something. And the journalist said, well, why? Should because we can't afford a holiday. And if I get this, it'll make next year so special. It's like, that is so fucked up that she's now giving up Christmas for a free holiday. And while she's been interviewed, somebody nips in behind <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, you see that. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! You see hey, I'm Brady. Dancing you snooze, you lose. Good luck. See you in Tarmelinas. <laughs> Feeling hot, hot, hot. Woo! So awful. <laughs> Can I just tell you where, why I left Dorky Island Hotel? I've just oh great, okay. little little flashback. Um, I was a lounge girl there only for about seven or eight months. Was not not didn't like it at all. A lot of bottom pinching and things like that. But uh, I didn't like it. But there was one day when the owner and manager of the hotel asked me to see him in his office, and I was like, okay. And he went, right, listen, um, next weekend is the Miss Dorky Island pageant. Someone's dropped out. You're in. And I was like, I really really don't want to do that. And he went, no, I didn't ask you. I'm saying you're in because we have a sponsor. We need 10 girls. One's dropped out. You're in. 
And he's always like, you know, bring two dresses, one short, one fancier. And, uh, you know, we'll pay you your standard weight, be here 12 o'clock. And I went, oh, my God. And I went home really upset. And I said, look, what's wrong? I said, I have to go and do the Miss Dorky Island pageant. She went, since, since when? I said, since today. She went, you don't have, you know, you don't have to do that. I was like, I do. Like, it's that. Or, so I said, you just go down now and quit. So it was my first little empowering moment. And I said, I better get me wages first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I went in for the latest wages. I said, can I get me wages earned? She went, yeah, yeah, you can. So I got my 17 quid. And they went in and went... Just so you know, um, I won't be here next week for the Miss Doug Allen pageant and, and I quit. And he's like, okay, fine. Oh, <laughs> and no. so I went, do, do, do. Strut it back up the road. Okay, so we're, we're talking about all <laughs> these decisions. I love, by the way, like, I think everybody, it's a rite of passage, whether rightly or wrongly, to work in a bar in Ireland, to kind of experience it. It sends people one way or the other that you see these people acting the maggot on booze and going, yeah. well, I'm not going to drink like that when I'm older. Or else it goes, this looks like the crack. <laughs> I don't want to work here anymore. I want to be on that side of the bar doing things. Whereas my first job... Because you liked of, working in bars, I didn't you? I loved it. I, like, my first job out of like stopping knocking on doors, cutting grass and, and cleaning windows, I walked down to... It, was, it used to be called the 19th uh, on oh, uh, Collins Avenue. Then it became the Jolly Beggarman. And now it's something else. Kitty Kiernan's. It kept changing in whatever it is. But I went down was turning into the Jolly Beggarman. And I not, um, went inside the building site and went, uh, could I speak to the uh, owner, please? I went, what? Uh, I'd like to be a lounge boy here. It was my first proper job, like getting a, a wage at the end of the week. It was £1.25. So I was getting like, you know, four hours a night, like a fiver. I was getting a fiver wow. plus tips. Now, then we're all scabby whores. Like the tips were like, like 25p, but I still got that. And I loved it. I, I just think the crack with, mm. you know, being a lounge boy, running around the place, doing all this, being in a, in a grown-up environment. I think that's what I loved about it, that you're in a place and where... your job was then to collect the glasses. Just to collect the glasses, not yeah. pulling pints at all. You drinks no, to no the drink. table. Oh, I did, yeah. You did. So, but I did it in the bar. There was no <laughs> lounge service. There was no table service in the bar. But I did it because I loved, I preferred being in the bar with the Elflas and the Elwins than in the lounge, lounge with the Youngs because there was people my age yeah. Yeah. drinking in there and I didn't want to go, oh, Paddy, you... So how, me, how old were you? Uh, 17. Okay. I was 15. I think you have to be 16 now. Yeah. The white shirt and the black trousers. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole that thing. Oh, that yes. whole thing. Like stink, so the stink in a hoop. And you know what? I wasn't allowed to wear a black trouser. It had to be a black skirt. Mm. Skirt. And uh, I have to say, being a lounge girl, I think was probably a very different experience to being a lounge boy. Oh, yeah. Because oh, no, it I wasn't I still got the L, at all. L ones, and it wasn't just a Christmas. Oh, geez, it wasn't it? just a Christmas. <laughs> oh, at Christmas it was a free for all. It was just like everybody has a go like that. There you are, Paddy. Come on, there. You. Give us an old Christmas hug. <laughs> and it's like, oh no, Father O'Malley, not again. How, how did you make your way down from Belfast? But it's just uh, like, and the Elwins, that like you talk about getting your arse pinched like all the time, like it just. And it, Cute little touch back oh. in those days. Like. Well, my first one, I told you, that was the famous story where the, the bar manager said to me, always make sure for those lads in the corner you carry a tray. Remember that story? But obviously, you know, everyone drank I, pints back then. So it's, it's easier to carry pints all stacked up because yeah. you can carry like oh, 15 of them. But I went, I had a tray, went over and uh, put the glass on a tray. And, um, or sorry, I was supposed to go over the tray, but I went over without the tray and stacked up the glasses. So you, you have need two hands to hold that big, huge yard of glasses. And the guy stood up well behind me, one hand on each <gasps> tiny breast. I went, whoa, no. Oh my no, I thought I told you that story. Jesus, no. <clears throat> yeah. And when I went back, I went, oh God. Of course, you couldn't. I was holding the glasses with two hands. I couldn't drop them. Uh -huh. 
ancient man. So I went back to the bar going, oh God, oh God. And the bar manager, he was stunned. He went, Maya, I told you to carry a tray. I said, you didn't tell me why. I thought it's entirely my fault Jeez. for not carrying the tray. That's the thing. I know. It's making it feel your fault. I know. Like, so there, the old jokes dreadful. of, yeah. I know. Like, I wonder, so obviously it wasn't a setup between the barman and the... No, the God, no. Yeah. He was quite upset by it. He still didn't say to them. He didn't kick them out. I, I worked in, um, what's the name of the place? Oh my God, on South Ann Street. Not Bartley Dunn's. Opposite McDade's. Kyo's. No. Brooksell's. Oh, Brooksell's. No, no, Hang on, wait. Sorry, not McDade's. Further down a bit. Oh, sorry. Okay. The, the Bailey. The Bailey. Yeah. I worked in the Bailey years ago and I saw, oh my God, I saw Johnny Logan, somebody with a tray of Guinness. He had a white suit. No! And like, bumped out. And they were like, they were no. just nervous. They were coming to his table and spilled all over. Oh no, they didn't, didn't, didn't. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Yeah. I have a soft What's spot for Johnny Logan. Beer? I love Johnny. He's just like, we did some show a few years ago. He is crack. He's like, you see him doing his things and like he's, What's his name? Daniel is the new Johnny Logan He's now. A, Johnny Logan is an absolute but devil. But they did, uh, Bailey did the thing is, I used to travel into town for this gig, but it was better paid. He were, he were getting paid like 275 an hour and he went to town. The big bucks, Courtney! And the, on the first day, the manager said, uh, could you go across the road to the whatever the pub is across the road from the Bailey uh, and get me the long stand? And I went, this is fucking great. You, not my first rodeo, you dick. And uh, it was just one of these people. I could see him nudging everybody. Like, if I never knew it, I would have known by his nudging. He was he gave it away that okay, much. Like, right, got, yeah. you, like, dude, if you're going to... Like, anyway, so I went across the road and sat and ordered a coffee. And he went goes, uh, you've got to be 18 to work, uh, drink here. Says, I'm working across the road. All right, yeah. And the fucking Egypt with the specs and the dark hair sent me across for the long stand. Oh, okay, right, yeah. What do you want? Do you want um, sugars and that? Okay. And I sat there for an hour and a half. And the barman in the other yeah, room went, nice like, work. You, better go, you better go back to him now. I said, okay. And I went into the pub and all the lads going, yay, woo The long stand, you get it? I said, yeah, I just had a cup of coffee across the road. And, and everybody turned on the other guy going, you fucking Egypt, I told you you did it. You nudged me too quickly. He knew immediately. And I said, I knew as soon as you said it. What's the long stand? It's a prank. What? You don't know this? It's no. like sending somebody for tartan paint or elbow grease. Oh, yeah. I, the I, sky I, hook. I know. I worked in a factory and I did the orders. And the, and of course so the long stand Someone goes in for a glass hammer. And yeah. like, but what's the long stand? The long stand? stand is you go across the road and you say yeah. to the barman, Tony sent me here for the long stand. Oh, yeah. Hang on a second. You need I'll them get standing it, yeah. there for ages. You basically, oh, you need right. them standing there. So I had my it's feet It's not funny. Up. I don't know no, why you're never saying. Like. But I think oh, it's the right. initiation thing of yeah. rather than getting your boobs felt by some elf <laughs> while you're carrying a 500 pint glasses. <laughs> I'd take that all day long. Except <laughs> Maureen, come over here. Pat, no, back those pints up to me yeah. there, Patty. I say you were pulled onto a few laps, were you? Of course I was, yeah. Let me dig up and down. Oh my God, all your tips are falling out. Ooh, so is your tips. <laughs> Okay, the other uh, regular appearance in this very oh, long list, thread yeah. was about the substantial meal, oh, which yes. to remind people was the meal that um, nightclubs uh, used to have to serve, I think around 1am in order to get their the late licence. Yeah, um, so the lights would come up on the dance floor, the DJ would go, everyone could just please uh, make their way to the <laughs> side room from there. And they'd have a ticket, a cloakroom yes. ticket, and they'd be serving 1 to 10 or 10 to 20, and you would get curry, curry and chips or curry and rice, some... Invariably, some combination of curry, sausages, rice, chips, chicken. But a lot of chefs messaged me and said, I was a young man then responsible for that substantial meal. I can tell you that if you ate that, you were probably immune to everything now. So I think maybe that's why <laughs> we're quite hardy. Um, I did go to a, a bingo hall in White, a bingo uh, hall in Whitehall. Mm. White, bingo hall, Whitehall. So I was doing a charity thing um, a few years ago and I forgot bingo. I had to do bingo. So I went along and the 
the daggers. I didn't realise. Went in and I sat in a seat like. So myself there, his pal, sit there. And someone goes, you can't sit there. I was like, sorry, we'll get up there and move over. No, bingo is serious. You Even I know the rules of bingo. I was like, oh, Jesus, fuck. I went there early to get a seat. Then. You can't sit there. Seat. That's more a seat there. Yeah. And I ended up sitting in a seat way down at the back, like nearly at the door. I could have stayed at home and listened to what was going on. And this woman then sat in opposite us. So it was kind of four-seater and sat in opposite us. And she was had this bowl, and she was just staring at us while you know we were looking at the car. And going, she's not playing. I don't, know, I don't know, maybe a friend, a friend. And then <laughs> slurping this soup, and, the, and I was there going, oh my god, it's making me uncomfortable. I, mean, I can't hear the legs, all that kind of stuff. And then and staring at her again, and go, listen, um, make conversation. Um, oh, I see they've got soup here. Hope, um, hope. And he goes, uh, what type of soup is it? And she says, brown or yellow. <laughs> 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 that, that was like the substantial meal you got in the, in the clubs all those years ago. It was either probably have, I'll have a plate of brown or yellow. And I have please. to say, the second worst thing you can do at bingo is take a regular seat. Oh, I didn't do know you know what the first? Yeah. Oh. Is, the worst thing you can do at bingo is to win big. As a, as a newcomer, I did. You know, <gasps> that was a problem. I won twice that night. I got a full you house and a line. Fucked, just Patty. like. Oh. And it was kind of like that, sending the soup lady back over to go like that. That's Maureen's money. You take those tiny little old ladies will take you outside and rip like, you limb from limb. Now, that was money. It's it's huge money now. There's all these snowballs. Serious? But when yeah, I yeah. went with my granny years ago, it was all like it was the time when was that late seventies, early eighties when nobody had money, but they gave like prizes. So I've got a full house. You came up and had a choice of what it was like a kettle or sheets or you know pegs for the line, whatever it was. And my like. My nana was, she was um, just like she did honours bingo. And so she would have two books as well as mine. But it was the time when everybody <laughs> smoked as well. And like me, little Specky Paddy, and the, like the, you could, see, of you could smoke. see the smoke getting lower and lower as the night was going on. And it was in my eyes. And I kind of like any little thing in my eyes was going to rub. And she was like, oh, jeez, I bought you a book. For, you know, she didn't have that accent at all. And uh, <laughs> I bought you a book now. Would you ever yeah, hit the buttons, the right buttons? And she was there. She was marking her card, the second card, and looking at mine. And uh, she shouted for me, because you got one, grab the book for me. You've got a house, shout house. I was like, no, I, no, I didn't want to draw attention. Go, house, bingo, bingo house. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Just, and she shouted, house, came down, checked the numbers. Okay, you win a prize, go on up to get the prize. And I was hovering around like toys. I still monopoly, like things that, yeah, couldn't see anything. I'll, I'll have the bottle of Hattie, please. And there were, like, you know, Guinness and whiskey and all that kind of stuff. But my nana then shouted up, goes, Take the sheets. Take the sheets. And I was there going like, I looked around and go, I don't take sheets. Even at nine, I was thinking, sheets are not rock and roll. I'm going like, I, I don't think I should take the sheets. Well, you wet the bed the other night, you should take off. Oh, for fuck's sake, that. <laughs> take no. the sheets and then splosh my Brown or yellow? <laughs> Brown or yellow? <laughs> A little bit of column A. Right, just one quick last okay, right. one about the substantial meal. One chef said to me, I don't even qualify the chef. I used to make a vat of chicken curry on a Thursday and it would be served Thursday night, Friday night, Just Saturday night. He said, and it wasn't even kept chilled. It was kept in the back room with a bit of cling film over it oh. for four days. <laughs> now he said it was reheated every night, but... Uh, but was it not the best tasting anything? Oh that, like, yeah. my God, yes it was. And also the thing about it is that it didn't matter what you, you used to have chewing them before you got, in case you got to lob the gob and someone, just everybody tasted the curry. It was grand <laughs> at the end of the night. Like, it doesn't matter that. You didn't have any fear of going like that. Oh my God, does my bread smell? It smells exactly the same as hers. Furstenberg and yellow curry. Furstenberg and curry. <laughs> oh. was that, like, that was the time, like, there was all these beers that and came out just to blow your mind. Like there was Carlsberg special brew that I think it's is illegal now. Or, 
I think Elon that Musk bought it to send his stuff into the space. Caliber, that was that an alcohol-free? That was alcohol-free. Yeah. But then everybody always said, this is the thing, like, oh, I've got a hangover myself. I always get worse headaches from Caliber, so I wouldn't touch that. Going, oh, fuck, fuck just like, And then you would have uh, mainly girls trying to drink what we thought were cocktails. And you remember Fat Frogs? Yeah. yeah. Or you'd use the Wicked and those Alco Pops as mixers. Yeah. Hell, all those, there was there was a differentiation between ladies' drinks and men's drinks. West Coast oh, yes. Cooler. West Coast Cooler. There was a stag. Baby Sham. Baby Sham. Oh, well, no, it was a partial. Mm. Um, and the men had the Furstenberg or Steiberg or like, you know, Hurtin' Face and all those kind of <laughs> drinks that would blow your mind up. But Carlsberg Special Brew just seemed to be Carlsberg with like a shot of whiskey in it. It oh, tasted rank. rank. Disgusting. But, like, but then sometime around the late 90s, that kind of ladette culture. Girls were expected to keep up with lads and suddenly you were supposed to be there in your tiny miniskirt and crop top but drinking pints as well. And ne- it never no, ended well. But that didn't. substantial meal was very, very welcome. Let's wrap up. I have, there's oh, hundreds of replies. Can't okay. even get, there's lots of concern for staff. There's also staff saying they'd be happy to do it because yeah. it would mean less messy people. There's lots oh, about just, again, choice, giving people choice, choice. and them make the decision to mess themselves up later into the night if they want to. Um, people have a lot of opinions oh, good. about it. Go on to that. Okay, everybody go on to Maya at Maya C. Maya C. Dunphy. You are Maya C. Dunphy, aren't you? Yeah, Conchita, 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 for supuesto, but I don't use the C in my No, because I took it. I I had first dibs on the C for that. Okay, let's wrap up the show. Thanks for listening, as always, guys. Uh, We love hearing your review. Go to, onto the... Onto the, onto the net the internet and uh, hit the five stars and leave us a review I'd love to hear what you say about every it. time Paddy says hit the five stars he actually gesticulates his finger I do yeah the index finger as if he's actually hitting it's very it's like cute when people say um, I've got a spiral staircase in my house they always they go, show you I know what coil it is. their fingers <laughs> and we love hearing from him so find me on all the socials right. at Maya Dunphy and himself I'll be at Paddy C. Courtney and all of them contact me on LinkedIn I'm, I'm a lot more polite on there I'm, I'm going to join LinkedIn do that sounds like a very elite Club and this week, my friend, what does the C stand for? Oh, it for? happens to be chicken curry and chips. Mm. Triple C, all the C's. <laughs> Goodbye. Read the room is recorded, created, and hosted by Paddy and Maya, and produced by the team at Go Loud Studios. They'll be back next week, unless they're cancelled. But also, not a fan of horse racing either. So Stephen's day is just a day for lounging you, and right. cheese. <laughs> yeah, a lot of cheese enrobed in more Lounging cheese. In cheese. Yes. Oh, there's a DM. Uh, how very Protestant of you. <laughs> <laughs>